Hello, welcome back. Or welcome to our first time listeners. Love having you. We want more of you. How's it going, Kaylin? I'm good. How are you? Good. Do we have to say this is yeah, college? I'm, I'm Kaylin. <laughs> I'm Steve. And this is College on the Mind. Great. <laughs> it's only I, I our just, fourth, fourth yeah, episode. <laughs> before this, I was thinking, we're getting really good at this. <laughs> <laughs> that takes some time. Yeah, it's it okay. takes some time. Uh, before we talk about anything else, today is the first day of the NFL football season, and I just want to give a shout out to the Detroit Lions and all the Detroit Lions fans across the country. This is a big day for us. It's the highest expectations we've ever had. This is being recorded before the game, so take it to the bank. Lions over Chiefs handily tonight. That's my pick of the day. Kaylin, what else is going on in your world? I don't even know. School, more school, lots of math. We have an LC, a learning community together. Yep. We have undecided engineering freshmen, and they've been really great tonight. I have a pizza party and game night I'm really excited about. I think I might have overdid the pizza bit, but better to be overprepared. Everyone's going to so. have their own large pizza, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, basically. Okay. <laughs> no one's going home hungry. No. Maybe with a pizza. <laughs> Any uh, big uh, celebrations coming up in your life? I do have my sister's wedding. That's cool. Yeah, my only older sister. But yeah, they're getting married. Her and Danny, I'm very excited for them. Honeymoon in Hawaii. Really? Yes. Right afterwards? Yes. Well, the day after. Yeah, yeah. Actually, no, I think it is that evening because I'm driving them to the airport and this will come out after the wedding, so I can say this, but I ordered a costume off of Amazon that's a taxi person, basically, <laughs> like the little like cap and like gloves and stuff. So you're going to change out of your yeah. maid of honor like <laughs> yes. dress yeah. into a taxi costume. Yeah. I thought it would be kind of fun. Yeah, so. it would be. <laughs> so right from the reception. Yeah, basically. Airport. Yeah. That's crazy. They've got to be packed and ready to go. And they are. I mean, since they live in Pennsylvania, they're flying here and they're basically just bringing what they need in their vacation stuff. And got then it. everything else they're going to leave at my mom's house. And I think they're going, once they get back from their honeymoon, my parents are going to go visit them and like bring them their basically wedding presents. Mm -hmm. But they asked for most of the things online, so they shouldn't have too much. So they're person. just getting mailed to Pennsylvania. Yeah, pretty much. So they leave for one week, they'll be gone? I think it might be two. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a nice Yeah. That's a nice vacation. <laughs> for, Honeymoon. Yeah, she wanted <laughs> she wanted cow. it very simple, her wedding, like as basic as it could get, so that she could spend the money on the honeymoon, which I respect. But well, wait a second though. Basic and you, I don't I don't put those two things together. Yeah. So you're part of the like the wedding planning committee, right? Kind of like mean, the party planning committee. I wasn't for it. Like I respect what she's doing because it's a good idea, but I want her to have an extravagant wedding. I, that's what and I'm saying. I want to plan it, but I was not allowed to do that. So I've accepted. <laughs> so this is on the simple side. Yeah. Especially sadly. by your standards, I yes. bet. I just keep it out of my mind because I'll come up with a bunch of ideas and then I'll get shot down. <laughs> so it's fine. That's great. Two weeks. Now, are they going to be vacationing anywhere near where the fires were? They were supposed to go to that island in Maui mm -hmm. and they were supposed to basically be where it happened. So they had to cancel all those reservations. So now I just think they're going to the big island and Kauai. Uh-huh. That had to be pretty stressful. 
Yeah. My dad really wanted them to go there because there's a lot of things that like he wanted Danny to see, obviously, because he's never been there. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be sad that he's missing out on that. But all the islands are gorgeous. So they'll have a great time. With your busy schedule, fitting in a wedding is like no problem, right? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I can't think about missing school or I'm going to get really anxious. I know. (laughs) Crying inside. Yeah. I don't don't think our audience can appreciate like the feeling that's inside you right now. Yeah. I'm laughing through the pain. Like I'm, I look like I'm happy, but I'm not. Okay. I think I do see a tear. So I know the fear is really, really real. Yeah. It's a bit scary, but it's not like your class. My math classes for the audience are not like Shattuck's class where he posts his activities and things online so it is a big deal when you miss his class but at least there's things you can try to do to make up for it my professors don't have any of that (laughs) there's nothing that i can do to make up for that class yeah and is it just one day of classes you're missing or two yeah i'm just missing friday thursday i'm gonna go after my class okay so let's not think about that right now it's okay all right we're interviewing ryan kiefer today yeah Ryan uh, was a student of mine his freshman year in both his fall semester and the spring semester in uh, pre-calculus and Calc 1. Great kid. I picked up from Ryan real early that he just had a quiet confidence, and I would say a quiet competence about himself. I really relied on him to make a big contribution in my classroom, and he did that. I'm real excited to talk to him and see how his first year went, what high school was like for uh, Ryan, and what his future is like. Let's get into the interview. Let's do it. Hi, Ryan. How you doing? Good. How are we doing? Good, thanks. Thanks for being here. Of course. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. All right. Tell us about yourself. First off, Ryan Kiefer, but you take it away now. My name is Ryan Kiefer, obviously. I'm a sophomore mechanical engineering student here at Ohio University. I'm from Centerville, Ohio, near Dayton. Yeah. Normally, I live with my mom and my father. I have two older siblings, both out of college already, both living on their own. I have a dog at home, little B. Sean. Uh-huh. So you were the baby of the family. I was, yes. How did your, how'd your mom handle that? Or how is she handling that? Definitely feeling the uh, empty nesting a little bit. Definitely likes to check up on me all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Did she like having you home this summer? She did. Uh I think she liked it a lot. It was nice. And how did you enjoy it? Always good. Yeah. Always good with them. Yeah. Do you think you'll be there next summer? Do you have plans? I'm looking into getting some sort of internship. Um, Probably going to live there. I'm trying to get one close to Mm -hmm. uh, my hometown. So that'd be nice. Mom will enjoy that. Mm-hmm. She wants to hold on to you as long as possible, right? <laughs> She'll probably be moving wherever I'm going. <laughs> okay, so high school. Let's say junior year, going into senior year. Is college on your mind? Not really. High school was a big just go with the flow type of moment. I was definitely, let's see, junior year. I was still hurt from uh, football. So I hadn't played football yet. So I was kind of just waiting until senior year to decide where I was going to go. So your junior year, you did not play football in the fall? Not much, no. Because you were injured? Correct. I was able to play basketball that year. So that was definitely a big year for basketball. Tell us about that. What do you mean? What what does that mean? We went undefeated, or not undefeated. We lost a couple games to start the season. Turned it around, had a really good season. 
ended up winning the state championship that year. Your junior wow. year? Junior year, yes. That's exciting. That's pretty solid there. That's pretty That awesome. doesn't happen very often. Were you a starter your junior year? No, I was like six man. Okay. Came off the bench pretty quick. Energy guy. Right. They said. A lot of rebounds? A lot of rebounds, a lot of hustles. A lot of setting screens? A lot of setting screens, mm -hmm. a lot of charges. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of scoring, but that wasn't my role. I don't know what any of that is. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Did you think about playing in, in college, any of the sports? Football was always on my mind. Uh, basketball was also kind of a hobby. I was definitely focused towards football more, which was weird because I played a lot more basketball than I did football. So, And football, if I remember correctly, tight end or wide receiver? Receiver. Okay. Yeah. So was it because you were hurt you weren't able to go or you just didn't have the chance at OU? Well, I started as a sophomore, got hurt. And then came back junior year and got hurt. Came back senior year, actually got hurt at the start of the season. And was able to play. Had a pretty good senior year. But by that point, uh, a lot of the recruiting has already passed. They're already uh -huh. looking at the younger kids. Sure. Mm -hmm. I had a couple offers. Looked into a couple of things. D2 and IA schools. Didn't work out in the end. Decided mm -hmm. to go to OU. Why? A lot of the football schools, they'd give you a pretty good package athletically and academically. Still like a lot of money. It was a lot cheaper to go here. I felt like paying to play sports was, I wouldn't say like disrespectful, but it doesn't really feel like you earned it that much. It's kind of counterintuitive. Definitely. Right? Yeah. If you're going to be putting like people in the seats, you should get something from that. I also had a, a big struggle with like only playing one year. There's always that anticipation of like, I want to get on the field, I want to get on the field. And then you have that one year and it was like, do I love this sport enough to go play somewhere far away from home for four years, potentially not play freshman year or any years really? And yeah, I was a lot of like deciding whether or not I really liked it or if I was just still in that excitement from being able to play. So when you came here, since sports was a huge chunk of your life, what do you, what do you fill that with now? Still kind of trying to find that. It's definitely like an identity crisis for a little bit. I've been just working out a lot. I mean, mechanical engineering is pretty rigorous, so there's not like a crazy amount of free time. But yeah, during high school, it was like all you could really think about. We were in a pretty big stage winning a state championship and everything. Everyone knew us. And it was like, you know, that's all you can think about. Yeah, you're getting so much attention for that. Right. And so it's like you go from all that attention to just going to regular school and then it's like, it's a big drop off there. Sure. I want to come back to that because that's really interesting, that identity crisis you talked about. But let's go back to high school a minute. Big time sports, a lot of focus. Teams are successful. You're successful. Mm -hmm. But academically, who are you academically? I'm a hard worker in the classroom, I would say. Sort of a procrastinator, but a lot of kids are. I was always one to say like senior year. That's one of those years, especially with sports, you could just take three classes, be out of school by noon. I always tried to take as many like APs as I could, get myself ready for college, I would say, because I knew it was, it was a big jump from college to high school uh -huh. academically. So I tried to prepare myself a little bit. You were definitely going to college. Yeah. No question. That was always a... When did you realize like, okay, sports is probably not going to be part of my college experience? like summer going into freshman year of college. So, yeah. you know, even after you graduate high school, you're still thinking I'm playing something, probably football, mm -hmm. but hey, I just want to go somewhere and play some, I want to be an athlete still. It was probably more of like, like 50, 50 at that point. Like I was never like really into wanting to go play college sports. It was always 
my mindset honestly was I would like to play somewhere not crazy. I was always realistic with myself, but somewhere that maybe I could get into a higher academic school mm -hmm. based on my athletic ability, use that as like a gateway into it. But yeah, I was definitely still deciding, came down to the last minute. If you didn't go to OU, where would you have ended up, you think? My biggest school I went to that I, I liked it pretty much, I went to Olivet Nazarene about I don't know, six hours away, kind of close to Chicago, private NAIA school. Really liked the vibe there. I knew a couple kids that went there, mm -hmm. so it was it was nice. I went there for like a camp almost. I liked all the coaches. I could just tell the culture there was really solid. It kind of reminded me of culture back in high, in high school, but didn't work out in the end. Mom didn't want you to go that far away? Ah, they came with me. They left the school too. Mm -hmm. It was pretty awesome. Okay, you chose OU. There's other state schools you could have chosen, right? Why OU? I don't know. I was I was one that I didn't really have that much of a preference. I really liked Cincinnati as well. I didn't like Ohio State. Thought it was a little too big. Came here. Thought it was a beautiful campus, but nothing like crazy special. I didn't really like jump out at the at me that much. So you didn't feel a like calling. You just kind of decided. <laughs> Not necessarily, yeah. yeah. But are you happy with the decision you made? I definitely am, yeah. Why? Made a lot of friends here that I wouldn't have known. I think I would have been fine going anywhere, but I definitely like the hometown feel here. Getting to know people, you see them walking down. All the teachers here are very personable. You made friends. Were you worried about that a little bit? Not really. My roommates were two kids from high school, so I knew I'd have at least a good basis there. My girlfriend came here as well. Might have been a little, little bit of a deciding factor. <laughs> so she was she was committed to OU was, first. Yeah. Okay. Now we're getting in now we're getting a little closer Everything to the truth. Everything makes sense now. Yes. <laughs> okay, friendships. So, but you've made friends outside of your high school bubble. Definitely. How? Classes, definitely classes. Intramural sports, really. You just get out there and start playing, and you'll meet people. A lot of people recognize me from high school sports. I'm actually really close friends with one of the kids on the team that beat us our senior year. You went to yeah. the finals your senior year too. Okay, good. And he goes to school here? He does. And you guys are buddies? Definitely wouldn't have been if we, <laughs> if we weren't at the same school together. Uh-huh, yeah. sure. <laughs> now, you said something about you make friends in some of your classes and whatnot. Are those engineering students as well? For the most part, engineering. It's what a lot of my classes are. I brought a lot of credit in that kind of covered my gen eds so i don't get mixed around that much with other disciplines mm -hmm. so i would say engineering students for the most part do you guys study together do you study on your own how do you make it work i'm a study on my own type of person but you know just seeing friendly faces and a bunch of classes like you get to know people we always add each other play video games later stuff like that what do you think about professor shattuck's class i liked it a lot i didn't expect especially like freshman year for a teacher to come out and expect a lot out of you I, I didn't really understand like the college process of teaching expect what like specifically yeah what did I expect what do you think I expected from you that you do work really just do work but there isn't assigned homework so exactly but if you don't if you don't do work on your own then you're a little screwed mm -hmm. <laughs> but he definitely made it like known that you had to do work not in a punishing wise, not in a, like, if you don't do it, then you're going to fail my class, but in a motivational way. My expectations were greatness. That's what I For sure. saw in you. So <laughs> that's what I was hoping.
All right, so summer, you're making the decision to come to OU. Was it like middle of summer kind of or beginning of the summer that you said, yep, OU, I'm going? Like end of summer, right before deadlines. Wow. I applied to a bunch of schools just to make sure I had options. Mm -hmm. Definitely like right before. So you come, you come with your buddies, you're rooming with your buddies. Mm -hmm. How have you been challenged here academically? I would say like academically, it also ties into just like challenges in general. Mm -hmm. I would say consistency and seeing the bigger picture because a lot of these classes I'll sit in, especially freshman year, you really don't get into engineering, especially because I came in as engineering undecided. So I had to take pretty general classes before I figured out what I wanted to do. Realizing what classes I'm in, they matter and they're going to help me eventually. It's hard for me to like focus on the present and not the future. Like I'm really, I wouldn't say goal oriented, but I have a vision and like I'm eager to get to it, but you got to do the little things first. What is that vision? I'm interested in astronomy. So I want to work in that field a little bit. I thought engineering would be a good way to get into aerospace industry. There's a lot of different roles you could do, but. But astronomy, huh? Did you have a class in high school or have you had a class here on campus? I'm in the astronomy club. You are in the astronomy am, club. Yeah. It's just kind of a, a random thing. But you signed up for the astronomy club here just because you knew you were interested in that even before being, com- being part of that club. I did. Okay. Where does that come from? I really don't know. Just like the stars or what? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like there's a human need. Yeah. Yeah. You know it, what I mean? Yeah. I know what you mean. It's just something that you feel. Like, it's like exploration, mm-hmm. like breaking out. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's really cool. If you're like, I don't know, we're all sort of trapped on the earth. Mm-hmm. And I think that like breaking out is like something that people have been dreaming of and we're actually getting closer to it. And I think like space exploration, stuff like that is really awesome. Mm-hmm. What do you mean breaking out? You're like pushing the boundaries of human limitations because you're we're all like stuck here. I think that's really cool. So do you want to be an astronaut or do you just want to study? Oh, okay. Potentially. That's interesting. Now, I don't know if this is true or not, but I've always had the thought that like astronauts couldn't be really tall and big. Is that a, is that a true thing? Because you might have a little trouble there then. If I were to be an astronaut, I would be the biggest ever. <laughs> For our listeners, just tell them your your height and size if you're comfortable. I'm about uh, 6'5", 215. So yeah, he's a big tallest, guy. The tallest might be like 6'1". You also stretch in space, so I oh, come boy. back about six days. <laughs> You'll have to wow them on your mathematical skills right. and some other things that for you sure. got going for you. And we got some some time in between that could custom make a bigger shuttle. Yeah, that's right. I'm sure I'm sure that's pretty easy to I'll, do. Maybe I'll work on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I work for NASA, then That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, you'll have it in, and then. Yeah. Be taken care of. There we go. If you get in first, then you have to bring me in. If I get in, then I'll bring you. I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> you know, I think, is that NASA's in Florida, close to Disney somewhere, yeah, I think. Yeah, it's perfect. So, yeah. It's a perfect spot. Best of all worlds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've been looking into it, and there's a, there's a ton of opportunities. One thing I've been looking into was uh, the Space Force, actually. Uh-huh. Fresh, fresh thing. They're really trying to take it serious, putting people at every launch, make uh-huh. sure it's regulated, so... They also have observatories all across the country that those ones in like really remote places Mm -hmm. where they're actually studying things. So sounds like maybe internship possibilities. Potentially. yeah, That'd be cool. All right. So uh, academically challenging. What keeps you up at night? Does something ever like worry you about the near future? I say like I have a fear of having regrets later in life. So I really want to make something of myself. I feel like I've had a lot of success in my life. 
but I haven't worked like extremely hard to the point where it gratified me at all. So I feel that like I want to feel that feeling eventually. I want to do a job that empowers me and gives me a sense of purpose. Finding nice. aliens. <laughs> that's right. That's something like that. <laughs> that's cool. All right. Freshman year, academically successful, socially successful. You finish your first year. You go home this past summer. What's it like going back home? Pretty smooth. Got to hang out with a lot of my friends. I was taking summer school, though, so I never really got that much of a break. I think I got one week off of nothing. So the whole summer you were taking at least one or two classes? Yeah, pretty uh -huh. much. I was taking a chemistry class, a chemistry lab, and online math. Took up a lot of time. So in that space, because you said you felt an identity crisis. You were a big-time athlete, got a lot of attention, a lot of success through that. You come to college. You're not a formal athlete. I mean, you probably still consider yourself, but maybe this is part of the identity crisis thing. Did you feel that right away, or did it take a few weeks for, you to, for that to hit you? I would say... It took a few weeks, but I was also aware of it beforehand. That was definitely a part of my decision, the inevitable identity crisis that would occur. But during high school, it was just never even on my mind that, that I would feel something like that. And it was weird because when I was in high school, I wouldn't even say that sports was my identity. It was just like I was so busy. I never even had a chance to think about my identity. And then you get to college and it's like you got all this free time, all this time to think. Now, in high school, you and your buddies are big athletes, successful and all that. I'm guessing not all of them were as academically successful, focused as you were. Is that true? I would say that's true. How did you make academics work so well when your friends might not have been paying that much focus or attention to it? What about you made that happen? I would say I had a really good relationship with my parents, mm -hmm. and they always pushed that on me. Like, you always got to have a plan B. And I don't know. I, I think in the back of my head... It, Academics were always probably plan A. And then I had success in sports, so that kind of got in the mix. But I still feel a need to push my intelligence. How do you do that? I've been trying to read more. Such as? A lot of philosophy, honestly. Nice. That's what I've been getting into. I should probably take a class, but... I've heard a lot of people, mm -hmm. they, you know, they take a class, they really fall in love with, with that. I mean, just that'll help you with anything and everything that you do in life. My high school coach was a lot like you, I would say, value-wise and everything. You know, he made me think at a different level, and I think that's helped me. Mm -hmm. I took a sociology course here, and it was amazing. Like, I loved it. You said something else. You think your coach made you think at a different level? Yes. Did you do something like that similar, like, in, in my math classes? Did you think at a different level, or did you think differently about your learning and all that? I mean, he was big on putting in the work, and it'll pay off in the end, doing all the little things right. And I would say you preach the same thing. Just when it comes to writing everything out, not skipping any steps because it could potentially hurt you in the end. Thinking back to our time together in class, I think you would agree with this, but maybe you talk about it, is I try to get you to lead mm -hmm. within your group in a certain way. Describe how that, how that made you feel and how much you grew in that respect. And are you continuing to do things like that in your new classes? Leading in an academic perspective is a little, a little harder than, say being a captain on a football team in sports you can hold each other accountable like if i say something to my teammate they won't take it the wrong way in a classroom even like trying to help someone could potentially come off as you're putting them down or you're belittling them i never wanted to do that to someone obviously i've always been a lead by example person i tried to implement that in the academic but 
it's a little bit harder. Like you, you need to talk it out. You need to hash stuff out with people. I would say I definitely try to lead example in like other classes. Do you think you improved a lot from the beginning of your freshman fall to the end of your freshman spring semester? Yeah. I also think I've made a lot of connections and people have stayed in my classes as we've gone. People I was too scared to talk to freshman year, we can tell each other when we're wrong now. How do you think other students perceive you? I would hope they perceive me as a good student and someone who cares about class. I'm not one of those that like packs up super early. I like to let the, the teachers explain things. They're here to help you. Might as well give them your respect. Okay, so my mom's a high school teacher. And so she has a lot of high schoolers that she talks to, whatever, and a lot that she talks to after they graduate. And a, quite a few of them that are really involved in sports during high school. After high school, they're like, oh, those were the best years of my life. After that, their life is just kind of like, well, like, it's fine, but like, it's It'll not be better. Good. Yeah, exactly. They just look back at those as the best years of my life. So, are those when in high school when you were winning and you were doing all these things, was that the best year or has it gotten better? And if so, how has it? I would say I've struggled with that thinking I peaked. Definitely a drop off. I mean, we have a, had a TV show. We had cameras following us. And it was also one of those things where like I didn't try that hard when it was around. It was almost an ego boost, honestly, because it was just a hobby to me. And we got praise galore. Uh, I would definitely say I've struggled with thinking those are peak years. Does that scare you? It does, but I would say it also motivates me because I don't want my peak years to be when I was 17 and I want to do something in my life that will make that look super small. So that goes a little bit with what you were saying earlier that you, you want to do something and accomplish something in your life. I do. That's a heck of a goal. Yeah. But there's also the fear in the back of the head where I'll get to 40, 50, and still nothing will be done that has topped anything. So that's definitely keeps me up at night. I mean, I'm sure in, in 30 years, I'm going to get sick of whatever job I'm going to have as awesome as it may be. It may, that might not happen. Yeah. I can speak from experience. Some people are lucky enough not to ever get sick right. of what they do. So we have such old professors. They don't <laughs> leave because they're like you. Shattuck's not old. Thank you, Ryan. Yes. I mean, he's getting, he's, he's getting there. What, what do I come off as? That's what's, that's what's Young important. Soul. That's why I can't, and I'm not going to have any jobs because you guys won't leave <laughs> until you die. <laughs> I'm very motivated to stay on, especially now. <laughs> We're going to have to test you like they do with the judges to make sure that you're still sane in the mind. Oh, th then I might be in trouble. <laughs> so let's not do that. <laughs> Let's go back. I have a question. Your mom. All right. You, you've kind of talked to you and your mom are close. Mm -hmm. So you left home. You're at school as a freshman a year ago. Were you communicating with your mom a lot? If so, how? And talk about that. We messaged a lot. I think she downloaded Snapchat just to <laughs> be able to see my face occasionally. I think I might be her only friend on there. <laughs> I did try to not go home as much because I wanted to, you know, build that separation. And yeah, I, I didn't go home that much. And your girlfriend was here. <laughs> I think she might have went home more than me. Did your mom find out that she went home and you didn't? Probably. <laughs> I also told my mom not to come to like parents weekends, but she always had her family come and she was upset about that. Oh boy. <laughs> what would your mom say about you today and the person you are versus the person that left home a year ago? 
I think she would think I've grown a lot. I can do my laundry now. I can cook somewhat for myself now. Now, this summer, did your mom do it or did you do it? A little bit of both. Okay, keep going. What else would she say? Hopefully, she sees me as more of an adult than when I left. I doubt it. They always see us as children. (laughs) You're still her little baby. I mean, there's no question, but I see. A little bit more mature, but still. Yeah. And I'm not one of those people that, like, want to get away. Like, I don't mind at all. I'm just the natural progression. I should be turning more into an adult by the day. Interesting. You, you don't mind being at home? No, yeah. not at all. I think that's that's nice. I think that says something about your family mm-hmm. and, you know, how you guys all treat each other probably. For sure. So that's great. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're in year two. Are the classes getting harder? I mean, I know we're early in the semester, so it may be a little hard to tell. Are they getting harder? Any worries academically? The names are a lot sound a lot harder such as honors experience and linear algebra stuff like that as of right now it doesn't look too bad but i mean if i'm being honest i complained a lot about my freshman year i just wanted to get into engineering I, it was probably partially on me because I, I came in undecided but like we're coming up onto sophomore summer almost and i'm looking for internships and a lot of these internships they want you to actually be an engineer and not just shadow i like to learn a lot more than I have right now before I start doing any crazy internships because I want to be able to actually fill the role they need. Now, you talk about you really want to start getting into these engineering courses, but you've also, in this conversation, I've heard two other things pop up academically. One was philosophy, and I think the other one was the stars. you got a lot of interest here. How are you going to do everything? Hopefully the stars and the engineering will... A line. A line. Uh, nice. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I'm anticipating doing grad school. I don't think these four years will be enough to quench my intelligence thirst, if you could put it that way. Yeah, that's great. And it's neat that you kind of recognize mm-hmm. that and realize that now. So maybe I'm looking into aerospace engineering as post-grad, mm-hmm. something like that. I know a lot of these aerospace industries. It doesn't matter what type of engineering you are, as long as you're an engineer. So mechanical, I went in as the most broad. So I was hoping that would help. And then the philosophy, that's just just a side thing. Reading the books, you can yeah. kind of do that a little bit on your own, maybe. Get you thinking. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Ryan, can't thank you enough. That was a great discussion. Yeah, thank you so much. I think our audience is going to love everything you had to say. Of course. And they're going to come away better prepared to make their decisions about college. Had a great time. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. You're welcome. time but you can definitely tell he has a really bright future ahead of him you say it every time because it's true every time he's a high school athlete phenom and he's still doing great things at college and you know brighter days even than high school ahead of him definitely i think it i think it's really good for a lot of students that were heavily in sports that it's okay to be figuring out who you are after high school that college is the time you can take that time to do that it's a big change they're going from mainly being an athlete mm-hmm. and having to do school to mainly being a student. Right. And that is a big change. Yeah. A lot to figure out in those cases. And I think he's definitely working on yep, that. Yep, he's on his way. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Keep coming back. Absolutely. And please like, subscribe, follow us. We have Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, at College on the Mind. And we get a shout out to our producer, Andy Andermatt. Thank you so much for everything you do. Thank you, Andy. And we will see you guys in another week.
two or weeks. two. Sorry, yeah. every other. We're still trying to figure it out. <laughs> Thank you all. Bye. Do you like D&D? Well, we don't play that. No. No. Do you want to listen to hundreds of hours of people playing the same group of characters? We don't do that either. Why would we do no, that? we don't do that. Welcome to Tabletop Clown Society. This is a show where each episode is a new adventure with new characters in a new indie tabletop role-playing game system where anything can happen. Don't worry if you've never played the game before. Neither have we. We've sent the dragon home, and the dungeon is closed for maintenance. So we hope that instead, you will join us every other Wednesday at the circus. Honk. The honk wasn't in the script, but you're getting it anyway.